This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, A People's History. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, A People's History premieres May 9th, streaming on Hulu. Honestly, the show could have already started the way I do this. So <laughs> Great. This could yeah, be the, yeah, I'm into it. Sounds this could fun. be the show. Well, uh, the, the thing that's very special about today's episode is that we've got two former music directors for their respective college radio stations here. Lars Gottridge, you were the music director of your college radio station. W-O-G in Athens, Georgia. W-U-O-G in Athens, Georgia. 26,000 watts of college radio debauchery. <laughs> well, I have to say, you know, I was I worked at the member station, W-U-G-A in Athens. Right. And the signal of the student station just blasted ours off the map. Like we could <laughs> not- Because we were better. Yeah, we could not, you had, you had the, you had the stronger signal and we, we could not get, nobody could hear us outside of Athens. But Aww. I think you guys, I think like you could be heard like in Atlanta, you could, you could, I mean, yeah, yeah. And you could be heard in some parts of Atlanta and Gwinnett County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Wow. Uh, and then also here, Julia Holter, composer, producer, songwriter, amazing artist. You also were the music director for your college station. Yes, I was one of many music directors at WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And were you bringing the hits? What was your sort of philosophy? I, well, I was very like, I was like a freeform DJ. I was learning a lot at the time about music. And uh, so I did not have a real like specific thing I was doing as a DJ besides just like loving to hear new music. And um, it was a discovery time for me and very formative. Well, I, I was not the college. Everyone assumes I was at least a DJ in college, and I was not. I did work at the college station, but I worked in news. I was a newscaster. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, when, when I was in college, because I was studying broadcast journalism. Only job I've ever uh, been fired from. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I overslept. I had to be there at something like 4.30 in the morning to read the news at 5. Oh right. I overslept. I called my, you know, the, the TA who was running it. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I, I overslept. He said, no, buddy, that's it. You're fired. That's not how it works. <laughs> You're fired. I mean, it was a class. So I was there the next day. But, you know, he was instilling great values and wow you know okay. teaching me valuable lessons young robbie <laughs> so julia you've got a new album coming out it's called something in the room she moves first of all a plus title <laughs> that is awesome name something in the room she moves um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that on the show but really you're just here uh, to hang out share some of the music that you love as we do on the show so I thought what we would do is we'll just start off with, with one of your picks and we'll take it from there. Yes. Well, Jessica Pratt, um, an artist who I've long loved, has a new record called Here in the Pitch. And there's a new song that's been presented called Life Is. And in particular, this song, always with her music, I'm really entranced by her vocalizing and the way that her voice uh, entire vibe is created just acoustically between her voice and the guitar. I've seen her perform and many times, and it's really magical.
Julie, I'm so glad you wanted to play this song. We're big Jessica Pratt fans, too. Yes, totally. It's like, you know, we use all these filters on our voice. We do all these effects on vocals, but, like, her voice is just naturally amazing. And there's always just an instant mood. And it's all along with the lyrics, which are always sort of surreal, but also quite honest and the nice blend of that. And this song captures that. But also there's this added production, which has this kind of Phil Spector, reverb, dreamy, otherworldly feeling. And it's just a very, very nice place to sit. That quality in her voice that you talk about, it's almost reedy, where you can hear the wind uh, blowing through her voice. I know the wind blows through your voice, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it does, I think, actually. It's got got like a a specific overtone to it that Mm -hmm. you don't hear too often. I find Jessica Pratt's music and her voice a little disorienting in a way, especially in the song that we just heard. As lovely as it is, it feels... Like, it's a little out of time, but also otherworldly. It's almost like an uncanny valley effect happening Mm -hmm. where it's so close to a very specific period in genre, uh, but not quite. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. That feels intentional or that feels like part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess in general, it just like that sort of casual openness feeling about it uh this sort of uh, the vulnerability of it and yeah definitely feels like a very relatable human exploration of like the human experience of not 
not really like being honest that you don't really know what to do always that you're going to keep trying. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know yet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I actually think that's a recurring theme in a lot of the stuff we're going to play and talk about. Great. Um, Today. Yeah. Um, So that's Jessica Pratt. The new song Life Is from her uh, upcoming album here in the pitch. Uh, Lars, what do you got cooking? In middle of January, this album kind of dropped out of nowhere that I have not been able to stop listening to. It's an album by a group called Dear Lady, and it's a collaboration between Molly Abobsawin and Magdalena Abrego. And they kind of like cheekily titled their album Greatest Hits, (laughs) and it's their debut, which I, I love. I love a cheeky album title. And they call it a collection of songs about intimacy under colonialism. Molly is Odenok First Nation, and she comes from both a jazz and folk background. And I really want to listen to the song. It's called Masterpieces. We'll never die, but go Is any 
Julia, you missed out, but here in the studio, Robin was rocking out. (laughs) (laughs) Can we expect anything like this on uh, something in the room she moves? I think in a a different way, yeah. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Um, it's interesting, Lars, you mentioned colonialism, you know, and how that informs a lot of this music, because as I was listening to it before really knowing much about Dear Lady or the song or anything, I thought, oh, this is very existential, you know, just there's a lot in here about questioning reality and, and purpose and, you know, and meaning, but there's also definitely a sense of history being erased. Mm-hmm. This song in particular, Masterpieces, the lyrics on this thing are devastating and beautiful. And here's this line where it says, Brick and concrete, 200,000 years buried beneath, while the stars witnessed the unholy and I take it in. I wrestle with the language to begin. I didn't come to make a speech. I came to live. And to me, that that imagery points to how Native lands are basically bulldozed over for quote-unquote progress. And here's this person who is coming to understand her history and her place in it, but she also just wants to be. Yeah, I thought it was beautiful. And I guess I feel that maybe what you're talking about in the title of like masterpieces and um, greatest hits, I don't know, I'm reading into this, but maybe there's sort of like a reflection on what we consider to be masterpieces or Mm. like, Mm. Um, I don't know if that's true. Obviously, I'm new to this track, and I actually can't see the lyrics, but I'm hearing them, and I'm I'm kind of responding just from the feeling of it, but it feels like seeking a truth for oneself or something. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, good point. Well said. Yeah. All right, so we need to take a quick break, but we will be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu with Black Twitter, A People's History, from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Directed by Prentice Penny, Black Twitter, A People's History, tells the story of how Black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, A People's History, premieres May 9th, streaming on Hulu. This message comes from NPR sponsor BritBox streaming acclaimed original series you won't find anywhere else. With powerful performances from Jodie Whittaker, Tamara Lawrence, Bella Ramsey, Matthew McFadden, and more. Streaming at BritBox.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Squarespace. Measure your end-to-end online performance with powerful website and seller analytics. Get insights on top traffic sources, understand how your reach is growing, and more. Use code NPR to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. These days, news comes at you fast. But the truth? Getting there takes time. There's something that hasn't been disclosed yet. Embedded is a podcast that takes the time to look beyond the headlines. How, how did this happen? How did we get here? With original documentary storytelling. Listen to NPR's Embedded wherever you get your podcasts. So I've got a new cut that I want to play from Elado Negro. It's called Colores del Mar. It's from a new, a new album that he has out uh, called Phaser. This is uh, the musical project of Roberto Carlos Lang. He moved to Asheville, North Carolina recently, and he says that being in the Smoky Mountains really renewed his connection to nature. 
which I think is really interesting when you listen to this new album, because he says, you know, he would go for hikes and he would take in all the sounds of the natural world around him. And that became what he calls the, and I'm quoting him here, the noise floor of these songs, Mm. the noise floor of these songs, which I really, really love. Mm -hmm. And it fits perfectly because, you know, I think the sonic world that Elado Negro creates and the musical landscape he creates, it's just all so wondrous. And I think you'll, you'll hear it all on this song. Again, it's called Colores del Mar.
Look who's coming. Do you all hear that at the end? What yeah. He, what he does there at the end? Like, what is that? I think it's like a recording maybe he made on his phone, and I think we're just hearing some wind there. Here it is. Look who's coming. And then he says, look who's coming. <laughs> I've said this before with little moments like this. It's the kind of thing, if you throw that at the end of a song, it makes me rethink everything that I've heard up until that moment, <laughs> right? I've been listening to this song a lot. And I can't get over the drumming. Yeah. The only way that I can describe that pocket is woolly. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is an artist. Elado Negro is an artist who I, I find he never stops giving mm-hmm. in his songs, right? I mean, like at any point listening to this song, I thought he could just camp out here uh, or, you know, what, it could just be done here. Or, you know, he doesn't need to add anything else. But he just keeps dropping in these little surprises, like those little uh, doot-doot-woos, you know, that come in uh, at a couple points in the song. Like, little gifts like that along the way. I love the worlds that he sets us in. Mm -hmm. Like, they feel a part one word, but they also feel a part two words of the world that we're in, you Mm. know? Mm. He's like like not on a different plane. He's just like on a different consciousness of our same plane. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely, there's something interesting to me about the two, the dos colores del mar, Mm. dos soluciones de ta. Like that there's two colors of the sea and there's two illusions. I'm not sure if it's two illusions they give you, but the two is cool. I mean, I could be like you and me, or it could be like... Two different viewpoints. Yeah, and the repetition of the words... There's like a real seeking, playful quality, which is really something I like a lot. When we were listening to it just now, it kind of reminded me of the Bill Withers song, you know, when he's like, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I I really was feeling that. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Elado Negro, uh, the song Colores del Mar from from Phaser. Uh, And Julia, I mentioned that you've got a new album coming out. It's not out until nearly the end of March, but what can you tell us about it now? Yes. Um, I think it's a record where I'm kind of like now where I'm talking about all the feelings I'm getting from these songs that we're listening to. Uh, I was trying to capture feelings on my record. (laughs) So, each you know, rather than tell a story or um, I'm kind of interested in just capturing feelings on this record. I was starting to write during a pandemic, so there's a lot of like lungs and breath in there. And um, I was pregnant also, so there's a lot of like body. Whereas in my other records, maybe I was a little more like love from afar and like memory in the past. Like this record's very present and like inside my body. (laughs) I love that, yeah. Can we hear a little bit of one of the singles? I was thinking maybe we could play a little bit of the song Spinning. Is that cool? Yeah.
Basically, this whole song feels a little like I was trying to capture the moment of inspiration, sort of when you're really out of it, not feeling super inspired. Sort of like this is the longing for those moments. And there's actually a Helen Siksu essay that was inspired it called Writing Blind. And it's just really gets at this the moments of creation, the sort of like the fertile moment of having ideas, the creative ideas. And it's almost like asymptotic, you know, like in.、Uh, Math. What is it? That thing where you're trying to get at this one thing, but you never quite get there. But you're almost there, and you're always like getting closer, but you're never quite there. <laughs> you lost me at math, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, th- when 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 you say that, like I, I I'm looking at the lyrics, and in the chorus, you give several questions, but one of them is, "What is the opposite love and becoming fish?" <laughs> yeah,、uh, which made me laugh a lot, and I was like, "It's、oh, supposed to be funny." I think about that lyric, and then what you're saying about like capturing what it feels like to create, and how giddy and strange and kind、mm-hmm. of unexpected that can be. Exactly, Julia. Do you know the film Body Song? No, and the score for that, Johnny Greenwood. I think it may have been、oh, the, nice. the first score he did. Oh, I like Johnny Greenwood scores. Yeah, let me see if I.、Uh, and I know you've done scoring. It's on that, you know, and、That's、one、cool. and two, and it, it kind of、nice. reminded me a little bit of that rhythm you have going on at the top of spinning. Yeah, like a little、um, clunky. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. 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 Oh,、um, and there's also a layering going on that's similar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so body song, the film is about the entirety of human life. 
um, from birth to death. It's told with found footage. There's no dialogue or anything. Um, and then Johnny Greenwood's music. I, I, I bet you'd really cool. dig it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So your album, I'm excited for everyone to hear it, comes out uh, March 22nd, yeah? Yes. Lars, what else do you got? On March 20th, Daisy Rickman is going to be releasing her second album called Howl. She's from Cornwall, but the new record is Howl, and it means sun in Cornish. And here's the song called Signpost to the Stars by Daisy Rickman.
I could listen to her sing just any single word from that song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so beautiful. Yeah, it's very beautiful. And ex- I felt a lot of exploration of the mysteries of the sky in there. Yeah. And the passing of time or something. It felt very expansive. I read, I read a little bit about it, that it's um, all recorded by Daisy. Like it's just all Daisy performing. Yeah. That includes acoustic guitar, 12-string, double bass, drums, percussion, sitar, sitar, cello, bazooki, banjo, accordion, clarinet, fiddle, uh, and synths, which, yeah. There's some good droners on this record. Yeah. Yeah, This was the good folky song, but there's there's some good, like, ancient ritual drone on this thing. Oh, great, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also, very nicely played guitar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very nice performance. So it's like very intimate in that sense, but then it feels like very um, expansive at the same time, which is a nice, which is nice. Yeah. So again, that's Daisy Rickman, the song Signpost to the Stars uh, from the album Howl. So we need to take another quick break, but we will be back with more music uh, for you right after this. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. Do you ever wish you could get your stories in three hours rather than three minutes? Or maybe you're sick of doom scrolling, getting your news in bits and pieces. That is where Embedded comes in. We bring you documentary series that will change the way you think about things. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. 
So I want to play uh, something from the artist uh, Frances Chang. Uh, she's someone I discovered recently uh, based out of Brooklyn. Uh, she has a new album out now called Psychedelic Anxiety, which isn't that exactly what it feels like? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tripping out and it's, yeah. and it's just anxiety. Um, a very DIY artist like Daisy Rickman, she recorded the album at home. Um, and it's just brimming with all of these wonderful curiosities, I think. This is the opening cut from uh, Psychedelic Anxiety. It's called Spiral in Houston. Through 
almost like a little cassia tone beat going on there at the <laughs> yeah. end. That I love. So this reminds me, I really like this song and I like this yeah. record. And it reminds me of early 2000s Olympia. So like K Records mm. and specifically like someone like Mira. Yeah, who would totally. Do, who would do this kind of thing where it's like purposely lo-fi but layered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved it. I love the lyrics and um, I love the vocal arrangements with the the vocals that are like could have been recorded in a way in which they would be quite stacked um but the way that they're because they are stacked but the way she performs it has this looseness so there's this like airy drifting in and drifting out like i guess it's quite psychedelic actually because the vocal background vocals come in and out in um unpredictable ways that really color the the text and Mm. it's just it's really magical yeah I, you mentioned the lyrics it's a song that it, it seems to be a little bit about you know the times when desire can get in the way and we end up making very poor choices because of that mm-hmm. you know uh, you know like reaching out to an ex who doesn't want to have anything to do with us or hear from us but mm-hmm. we we call him up anyway yeah you, you should know, never yeah, do that or, or text him, you know like <laughs> what am i doing she says in the song what have i done i call you when you are least mine Mm -hmm. Uh, I love that. And she says she's lying in a bed in Houston on the highway uh, and later doing backstrokes in this pool, a black pool, which makes me think she's in a motel somewhere. Like maybe she's been kicked out, you know, and uh, she's there kind of licking her wounds. And I don't know. But I I love all the imagery and and then the way it, it, it plays around with all the different little sounds in it. So, again, that's Francis Chain Spiraling Houston from Psychedelic Anxiety. Uh, Okay, Julia, you should have the final pick of the day. Uh, What else did you want to play today? I've been really entranced by this record by Jessica Kenny and Avon King called Azure, which actually came out in late 2023. In particular, love this track, Ocean. And it actually, um, it made me think for somehow when I, there was this text in the Elado Negro track where of dos colores del mar, dos ilusiones de tan, like the two, the two thing, Mm -hmm. these two colors. And somehow I thought of this ocean track that there's like a two-ness, it's sort of an, they're playing with pulse in this track. There's this like vibrating of Jessica's voice and then the the strings and the voice just is pulsing and vibrating and there's this two-ness. I was thinking about the two-ness. Also very cinematic, which sort of made sense to me knowing your music and you have also done scoring work with the film Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. Mm -hmm. Um, So I felt a real connection there as well. Yes. Just generally, these two artists, they um, have made so much work that I is so inspiring. Love them. My son is at the age now where uh, he he takes great offense if you, you know, if he goes and hangs out with one of his friends and you say, how was your play date? Um, It's not play dates anymore. It's just hanging out. So, um, (laughs) Uh, right, right. (laughs) Do not, do not say play date anymore. That is is deeply offensive to him. Uh Yeah. So, um, so this feels very much like that is exactly what we were doing. This was a play date, you know. (laughs) I was like, where are we going with this, Robin? <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I do want to thank you both for uh, just hanging out. Hanging out. And, yeah, thank and, you um, so much. Playing great, great tunes. Julia Holter, Lars Gottrich. Thanks so much to both of you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, really Robin. Fun. Yeah. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. It's All Songs Considered.
This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. With the Spark Cash Plus card, you earn unlimited 2% cash back on every purchase for your business. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash Spark Cash Plus. Terms and conditions apply. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mass Mutual. The Financial Educators Council says 39% of Americans don't have someone to go to for financial advice. But you can plan for the short and long term with someone backed by 170 years of financial expertise at MassMutual.com. On Wildcard, the new podcast from NPR, you'll hear people like comedian Jenny Slate reflect on their lives. What is something you think about very differently today than you did 10 years ago? Dressing. Like, not salad dressing. I've always loved it and I'll never stop. Dressing my body. That's all part of the new game show, Wildcard, only from NPR. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.